When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm excited today. It's the final day of Major League Baseball. And because we went three, one, and one on our handicap, yes, we still have a chip and a chair and a chance to find a way to get to that 50-unit mark. It's a long shot, but I'm still holding, holding out hope. So let's recap the card for Tuesday. We cash on the Phillies under the one and a half. What a marvelous pitching performance from Verlander in that one. We unfortunately lose the Brewers under the one and a half. Zach Gallen loses back-to-back starts to end the year for us. That one stings a little bit, but hey, Mr. Gallen, you did a marvelous job for us most of the year. We cash in the White Sox over the one and a half. Didn't think I'd say that, but they scored eight runs in the first five. We won that one easily. We cash on the Tankers over the one and a half. We had a pitching change there. Didn't expect it, but we still cash and we'll take that. And then the Blue Jays, unfortunately, washed out against Baltimore, so no action there. The Ride the Wave plays, well, huge mistake. I lost a ton of money on these, obviously, in the second half of the season. I don't know if I'll bring them back next year. I may shelf them for another 20 years. We unfortunately lose on the Phillies, the Marlins, and the Tigers. Our only non-loser, the Blue Jays. They got rained out. I wish the other three would have got rained out, too. And then on Twitter, you back the Phillies under the one and a half, and we cashed that once again with Mr. Verlander again. So now on Twitter, you're 65 and 33, up 20.15 units. And a side note there on the Phillies game, when we bet the overnight line, it was at a minus 120. When we bet the Twitter bet, it was at a minus 175. Crazy line movement there. But now, let's get to the card for Wednesday, and we lead off in college football. It is SMU at UCF. And SMU, they're averaging 38 points per game this year. They scored 34 against a pretty good TCU team and 27 against Maryland in their two losses. That checks the box that they can score, and they like to play with speed and urgency. With that said, they're going to face a UCF defense that ranks 14th against the pass giving up just 169 yards per game of the year. Meanwhile, Gus Belzon's Knights of UCF are averaging 34.5 points per game, but they only managed to score 14 points in their loss to Louisville and only 27 points in their win over Georgia Tech. UCF quarterback Plumley, a transfer from Old Miss, who, by the way, rushed for over 1,000 yards there back in 2019. I had to look that one up. He had some interesting stats this year in the first four games. He has two games where he threw for over 300 yards passing against the Cupcakes, but then he threw for only 131 yards against Louisville and then only 49 yards against Georgia Tech with an ugly stat line. On the ground, though, he has three games over 100 yards rushing. The SMU defense ranks 105th against the run, giving up 180 yards per game. So my prediction this one is UCF will eat clock and grind out some long-sustaining drives on the ground in the first half. They'll therefore limit the big plays from SMU. So I'm going to take the under 31.5 in the first half. I'm hoping they wait until the second half before the track meet begins. Once again, we're going SMU and UCF under 31.5 
in the first half. Next up, we got a Major League Baseball. And yes, I'm going to break a rule. I'm going to chase a little money today. It's the final day of the season. I need a whole lot of action, especially if I want to get to 50 units. So we start with the first five under, and I cringe at this. I'm going to bet the Oakland A's under the half a run. Yes, I'm betting Oakland not to score in five innings of baseball, and that's at a plus 145. So for LA, it's Mr. Otani making his final start of the year. He has a 2.35 ERA and a 1.03 whip on the season. A 1.43 ERA over the last seven starts, a 2.31 ERA post-All-Star break. Road numbers, not quite as good with a 3.00 ERA, but a splits against Oakland make up for that. He's pitched 19 and two-thirds innings, giving up three runs, only two earned for a 0.92 ERA. One start at the Coliseum this year, six innings, no runs. We know one mistake and it's over but this is the last day of the year. I can grab Mr. Otani at plus 145 against the lowest scoring team in baseball at home. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. A's to get shut out in the first five at a plus 145. Next up on the card, it's a first five over, and we're on the Philadelphia Phillies over the one and a half at a plus 105. For Houston, it is Bramber Valdez getting the call for the Astros. He has a 16-6 and six record, a 2.89 ERA, and a 1.17 whip. Post-All-Star break ERA of a 3.21. Last seven, tad bit higher with a 3.42. Home ERA this year of a 3.76. Three home starts in the month of September, six and two-thirds innings, four runs against Texas, six innings, two runs against Oakland, and five and a third innings and six runs against Tampa Bay. Verlander only was allowed to pitch five innings on Tuesday with a no-hitter. It wouldn't shock me if Valdez gets a quick hook tonight. All signs to me point to the over one and a half with the Phillies at the plus 105. Next up on the card, it's another first five over, and we're on the Chicago Cubs over the one and a half at a minus 145. For Cincinnati, it is Graham Ashcroft making his 19th start of the year for the Reds, a 4.52 ERA, a 1.40 whip. Two starts in the month of September, four innings, four runs against the Brewers, two and two-thirds innings, and six runs against these very same Chicago Cubs last time out. We cashed last time on this bet. Let's run it back again. I'm taking the Cubbies over the one and a half at the minus 145. Next up on the card, I lied. It's back. They're back one more time. It's a first five over on the Chicago White Sox over the one and a half. At a minus 140. I didn't expect him to play him today, but I have to. For Minnesota, it is Louis Varlin making his fifth start of the year for the Twinkies, a 4.71 ERA. Varlin has given up two or more runs in all four of his previous starts. The White Sox can finish above 500 with a win. The White Sox scored two off of Varlin last time out. We cashed it then. Let's try it again. White Sox over the one and a half at the minus 140. And then because it's the final day of the season and we don't know what this strategy is for a lot of teams with their pitching, most of the lines are still in the dark and we're going to have three more plays in the dark. So yes, it's going to be seven games today in Major League Baseball with our first five handicap. The first one is a first five over. We're on the Kansas City Royals over a to-be-determined number. For Cleveland, it is Aaron Savali expected to get to the start, get the start for the Guardians. He has a 5.04 ERA and a 1.20 whip on the season. 
Three starts against the Royals this year. 16 and a third innings, eight runs allowed. Last time out was against these very same Royals. He went six innings, gave up three runs, including two homers. Four straight starts, giving up two or more runs. I'm expecting the line to be at one and a half. I'm going to take the over with Kansas City over the to-be-determined number. Next up on the card, it's another first five over, and we're on the Detroit Tigers over a to-be-determined number. For Seattle, well, we expected Marco Gonzalez to start yesterday. Now we expect him to pitch today. Same handicap as yesterday, hoping for one and a half runs at plus money. Regardless of the price, I'm going to play Detroit over the to-be-determined number in the first five. Then the final game on the card, it's another first five over. We're on the Toronto Blue Jays over the to-be-determined number in game one of the doubleheader. Same handicap as the rained-out game yesterday. We played Toronto over the one-and-a-half at a minus 135 against Mike Bauman for the O's. Let's do it again today. Price, once again, to be determined. So for the Royals, Tigers, and Blue Jays, once again, we'll post our official play in the show notes. So seven plays in Major League Baseball. We likely need to go 6-1. and one to hit that 50 unit number five and two. If it maybe works the right way with some prices, we could have a shot, but more than likely we'll need to go six and one. So fingers crossed, toes crossed. We'll find out how it goes, but let's recap the card for Wednesday in college football. It's a first half under between SMU and UCF. We're going under the 31 and a half major league baseball. First five under Oakland under the half a run at a plus 145. First five over Philadelphia Phillies over the one and a half at a plus 105. First five over, we're on the Chicago Cubs over the one and a half at a minus 145. First five over, we're on the Chicago White Sox over the one and a half at a minus 140. Then your play is in the dark. We're on the Kansas City Royals over a to-be-determined number. We're on the Detroit Tigers over a to-be-determined number. And we're on the Toronto Blue Jays over a to-be-determined number. That is your card for a Wednesday. I can't wait to see how it goes. Oh, it's going to be a fun day of Major League Baseball. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.